Question. Where does this all end? You know, all what? <laughs> yes. That's a fair question. You know, life, marriage, kids, this job, you know, our faith. <laughs> you know, wow, that's, that's, that's kind of a lot. <laughs> and you've got a point there too. What I'm trying to get to is this. We tend to think when we, for instance, take a job, about the end result <laughs> when we get the paycheck, right? I mean, that's, uh, you know, the wonderful people we get to work with day after day and that moment when we'll get the special recognition for a job well done or, or when other people help us and we get to help them. Some For some, that's a big deal. We love the hearty hand clasp or the back slapping that we get. Some of you ladies might... Uh, even go around hugging each other at work. I don't know. People do that. Strange things happen. And it's great stuff. But then the taxes and social not so security gets taken out of your check. Had a kid a while ago say, man, I worked and I thought I earned this and came back. He's like, half that much. Yeah, welcome to America. <laughs> Some of those people you have to work with, they turn out to be jerks. Your boss laces you up and down for one mistake you made. The guys on that other crew, they're going to make mincemeat out of all the beautiful work you did. And you dread going to your job because you know that guy that punches your shoulder, you know he's thinking I'd like to smash his face. <laughs> yeah. We still want the end result. But wow, the getting there. And then there's marriage. <laughs> For those of you who aren't, trust me, you only have to be in it a few days and you start to say, whoa, what is this? It's not what you thought it was. <laughs> uh, and then kids. I heard somebody say, oh, you know, it must be nothing but joy after joy with those lucky parents. <laughs> yeah, what a bunch of Pollyanna nonsense. She didn't have any kids. That's what that deal was. <laughs> And when we ask, where's this life going? We aren't thinking of the end. We can't even see the end. What with all the mess of today. Think of the end for our faith. A brand spanking new heaven and earth a thousand times better than this one. And we get to hear this, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be His people. And God Himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have this heritage and I will be his God and he will be my son. Wow! You know, that's... Wow! <laughs> what a great ending! Everybody wants that! But, in between now and the glorious end, a lot of life happens. For it has been granted to you that for the sake of Christ you should not only believe in Him, but also suffer for His sake. Oh, goody. 
we get to suffer. The only good news, by the way, is that everybody suffers. It's just which way. We love that quip, salvation is the most expensive free gift there is. <laughs> love that one. You know, let's be painfully clear and honest. If we'd known what our faith would cost us, most of us would not have jumped in. <laughs> Even with the promise of eternal life. Really. That's why Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. Because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Mark Lowry crafted the words to the ballad, Mary, did you know? Mary, did you know? He places himself in the midst of the stable on that first Christmas morning. You can almost see the baby Jesus as Mary wraps him in those soft, clean cloths. There's the sweet smell of new straw as Joseph rustles it into the manger. And then, since Mary doesn't know we're there, he asks her some tough questions. I know you think you know the end, but have you even imagined what will happen in the middle? What life will bring? If we really knew the middle of our lives, would we start anything? Anything. The angel told Mary the end, he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there will be no end. When Mary went to see Elizabeth, that worthy woman was filled with the Holy Spirit and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb and why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Pretty heady stuff for a young mother to be. By the way, she handled it fantastically. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me and holy is his name. Yeah. She had her head on her shoulders, that little one did. But could she know Mary, did you know? Let's look at some of the questions posed by Mr. Lowry's song and see if maybe we can put ourselves into the mind of a young Jewish woman of the first century. Maybe we'll find out how to live life. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary knew her Bible, all the stories in it. Like this one, Elijah said to him, stay here, the Lord is sending me to the Jordan. But Elisha said, as the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on to the Jordan. Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, struck the waters, which parted to the right and left, and the two of them crossed over on dry ground. After a fantastic experience, ending in Elijah being taken up to heaven in a whirlwind with the chariots of fire all around him, Elisha picked up the mantle that had fallen off Elijah and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the mantle Elijah had dropped and struck the waters. And they parted to the right and the left, and Elisha crossed over. <laughs> cool story. This is the final time that we ever hear of someone parting waters to cross over. Three times people got across 
uncrossable bodies of water, but not by walking on the water. Would Mary have ever guessed that Jesus would walk on water? (laughs) No, I'm thinking she had no clue that that would happen. And this whole water thing. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would calm the storm with his hand? What a question. (laughs) She might have thought of Elijah again. Now Elijah said to Ahab, As the Lord, the God of Israel, lives before whom I stand, there shall be neither dew nor rain these years, except by my word. After years, years of drought, Elijah sent this message. Go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down, lest the rain stop you. No rain, years, lest the rain stop you. And in a little while, the heavens grew black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain. (laughs) So the possibility of calming a storm? Behold, there arose a great storm on the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by the waves, but he was asleep. And they went and woke him and saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. And he said to them, Why are you afraid? Oh, you of little faith. Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, What sort of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? That's a good question, boys. Different than Elijah, yes. But if we asked her as she held the baby Jesus... I think Mary would have said, yeah, I think so. I think I think he's going to do that. What else? Mary, could you know that your baby boy would give sight to a blind man? Could you know the deaf would hear, the lame would walk, the dead would live again? The deaf, the lame, the blind, the dead. It is interesting that only that dynamic duo, Elijah and Elisha, did miracles in this category before Jesus. That's it. The Bible records not one other individual who performed things like that before Christ. None. Both Elijah and Elisha prayed and raised people from the dead. That's pretty amazing. Elisha had even cured leprosy. But no one that we know of ever prayed for the blind or lame and saw them healed. But then comes Jesus. He spat on the ground... Sorry, I like that old English. Okay, he spit on the ground and made mud with the saliva. Then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud and said to them, Go wash in the pool of Siloam. So he went and washed and came back seeing. I love this next part. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar were saying, Is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some said it is he. Others said, Nah, but he's like him. He kept saying, I am the man. (laughs) Don't you just love people? You know, we're so weird. No matter how much he says, it's me, it's me, it's me. (laughs) They say, is it him? (laughs) Just love that. There's this long, (coughs) excuse me, long back and forth interchange where the Jewish leaders don't want to give Jesus any credit. They called the man who had been blind and said to him, give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered, whether he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know, that though I was blind... Now I see. <laughs> yeah, this this guy gets it. The leaders, we know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. The man answered, why, this is an amazing thing. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. This guy's great. And who's going to know about the healing of a blind man better than a blind man? 
fascinating. He says this with such confidence. He he'd done his research. He actually says nobody has ever raised open the eyes of men. He knew it. Those leaders. It's amazing how thick people can be if we really want to be. <laughs> but Mary, Mary, did you know? It's hard to believe she'd have guessed this one. Then again. Jeremiah, Micah, Zephaniah, and especially Isaiah, all of them had prophesied that the Messiah would bring sight to the blind and heal the lame and sick. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison, those who sit in darkness. But isn't Isaiah talking about spiritual blindness? Isn't that where he's gone? Mary, could you have known that Jesus would actually open blind eyes? Maybe. Maybe she'd have gotten it. Although the majority of Jewish religious leaders didn't get it. Then again, many of the common people did. Maybe she would. Which brings us to a major question. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Well, in the sense of healing, like the blind man. Okay. And she was surely there when Zechariah first spoke after John was born. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. So, in the sense of saving Israel, she might have gotten it. But could she have even understood the question as we think of it? The very night she gave birth, the shepherds came and reported what the angels told them. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. A Savior, who is Christ, Messiah the Lord. The old man Simeon, eight days later, held Jesus and said, Lord, my eyes have seen your salvation, that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people, Israel. Certainly all Jews believed the Messiah would save Israel in a corporate sense, the, the country Israel as a nation from their oppressors. But would she know that he will one day rule the nations? Sure, I, I think so. The glory days of David and Solomon were much celebrated by the Jews. And the angel did say he would be given the throne of his father David. And that of his kingdom there will be no end, right? Multiple prophecies are strewn throughout the Old Testament about his ruling. So in that sense, she might have understood it. But I don't think that's the question the songwriter is asking. And I don't think it's what we might ask. Let's, let's set that question aside for a moment. I'd like to ask a few questions of my own. Mary, why didn't you get it when he was 12 and made his first trip to Jerusalem? Jesus' parents had lost track of him, and for three days they wandered all over the city until finally it occurred to them to look in the temple. And when his parents saw him, they were astonished, and his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. And he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? 
and they did not understand the saying that he spoke to them. I forget lots of stuff. <laughs> but how do you forget a miraculous birth? Okay? <laughs> Seems a little odd. Ah, but Mary, you certainly did understand a lot more when you were at that wedding and the host ran out of refreshments for their guests. The mother of Jesus said to them, they have no wine. Said to him, they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. <laughs> you knew he could and would do this miracle. Even though he had never done a single miracle yet, she knew. She knew. And after this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother and his brothers and his disciples, and they stayed there for a few days. He started off with you, Mary, but soon he separated from you. Did you understand why? While he was still speaking to the people, behold, his mother and his brothers stood outside asking to speak to him. But he replied to the man who told him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand towards his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. How did that make you feel, Mary, when you heard those words? Mary, did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? Did you know that he existed before he was conceived? Mary, did you know the Son is divine as much as he is your Son? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Mary, how could you know? Mary, did you know that when you kissed your little child, you kissed the face of God, that he is Lord of all creation, and he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. We have, many of us, looked in wonder at the form of our newborn children. I wonder what wonder joined that for Mary. Could she possibly understand that he was the eternal person of the Son in human form? Would she know that the person of the Son was nestling comfortably in her arms as he simultaneously and eternally exists as God? Well, there's a question. But there's a much, much tougher question. Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and, and some other women. Mary, what did you feel when you stood at the foot of the cross? When the one named, his name means the Lord saves. When that one was rejected by God, dying a slow, agonizing death. Mary, did you know that your baby boy was heaven's perfect lamb? More than 30 years before, an old man had stood before her and her husband. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel 
and for a sign that is opposed, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, so that the thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. Mary, did you know the cost? Did you know that your baby boy was heaven's perfect lamb and a sword will pierce through your own soul also? Years ago, when the angel first spoke with you, you answered, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Elizabeth praised you. Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Mary, would you have been so willing had you known? All of your other sons abandoned you as your oldest died on that tree. Could she have known when she was so young with that little baby in her arms? Did she know? When Simeon warned her that a sword would pierce through her own soul, did she get it? No. I'm glad to say she would not have. Our God is too kind (laughs) to lay such a burden on a young mother. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts, except that no one can find out the work that God does from beginning to end. We couldn't figure it out. We don't want to (laughs) know. When we had our kids, if we knew all the pain and heartache that would come with it, would we have had the courage to have them? Really? I watched the agony of my parents as we buried my brother, their then 60-year-old son. Would they have had him if that day was known to them when they were that young? If they'd known that when he was just a teenager, he spent six months in the hospital on the edge of death in a coma. Would they have been excited at his birth if they had known that? Would we have gotten married knowing what we do now? Even though it was the right thing to do, would we have had the courage? Would we have taken that job or started that business or bought that house? Whatever it is, would we have worked so hard to do the work that God has for us if we knew? If we knew all the cost before we begin. Would we start down that road at all? God doesn't tell us the future because we couldn't take it. So in his love and care, he waits and we discover these things after we've grown. Oh, Mary, did you know your baby boy was heaven's perfect lamb? A perfect lamb, as every believing Israelite knew, was used to offer in sacrifice to God for their sins. Isaiah, especially of the prophets, spoke much of the suffering servant when he spoke of the Messiah. And Jesus himself said, Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? But for this purpose I have come to this hour. Unlike us, Jesus knew what his life held for him. He knew he came to die. But why? 
Mary, did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? He was so obviously a baby. He cried. She had to feed him, change his diapers. How could this baby make her new? Mary, did you know this child that you delivered will soon deliver you? Mary, did you know the sleeping child you're holding is the great I Am? Her elation at the contented murmuring of a well-fed babe must have been joined with awe. The angel said, A child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. Did you know, Mary, that the tiny baby snuggling closely to your heart is Emmanuel, God with us. He was. He is. He always will be. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. She didn't begin to know all that meant. <laughs> didn't have a clue. But she knew the one who made the promise. Not perfectly by any means, but enough to lay her life at his feet. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. Mary saw her son die, but she also saw him rise from the dead. <laughs> and in the end, so will it be with us. Can we look at the end again? Not, not all the way to the end, but to the end of Jesus' work in his first advent, first time he came. And first at the end of his ministry, shortly before he was crucified, he told his disciples he was going away, but let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth. I will not leave you as orphans. After he was risen from the dead, shortly before he returned to the Father, he said, Behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you, but stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Then they returned to Jerusalem. They went up to the upper room where they were staying, Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the zealot, and Judas the son of James. All these with one accord were devoting themselves to prayer together with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus and his brothers. The Holy Spirit came over her and conceived in her the Christ the Son of God in human form. And now she is waiting for the promised Holy Spirit. Mary, did you know? Do you know what we're saying here? Through the Holy Spirit, the Son of God in human form developed in her, lived in her physically. And now, through the Son of God, the Holy Spirit will live in her will fill her spirit to overflowing. 
Okay? <laughs> Mary, did you know that this child that you delivered will soon deliver you? Power from the Holy Spirit will be yours to live for Him. We know. We know He walked on water. You know, we know He calmed the storm with His hand. We know He gave sight to a blind man that the deaf heard, the lame walk, and the dead were raised to life. That He will save our sons and daughters means more to us than that little Jewish girl could ever have known. We still look forward to the day when He will rule all the nations. And we are sure He then and now walks with angels. <laughs> and one day, He will make us able to do the same. We know He is God in human form. So yes, in a sense, she truly kissed the face of God. The one who did make her new, the one she delivered, truly delivered her, made it possible for the Holy Spirit to live within her. For He was heaven's perfect Lamb. He is the great I Am. Emmanuel, God with us. For those of us who believe, there is but one question. Will we be servants of this Lord and Creator? Mary needed a question answered. Okay, maybe we need a question or two answered. But when the answer is given, the decision must be made. Will we live according to His Word as His servants in a world in desperate need? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters, our friends, our family. It's fun to think about what Mary would have known, but there's a more important question for many. Do you who listen to these words know the perfect Lamb of God? Well, I kind of understand as much as possible that He is God and He also became a baby. I got that He came to die for all the world's sins. That's good. You know, you gotta gotta have it in your mind before you can do anything with it. But that's the question. Have you done anything with this tremendous gift from that first Christmas? Has he saved you? Has he delivered you from a life trapped in sin? If not, what's stopping you? Jesus is knocking. Will you let me in? What's holding you back on your spiritual journey? Father, as we contemplate Mary in her tremendous, tremendous statement of faith, that she would simply let whatever you said happen. I'm yours. Do whatever you want with me. We ask those of us who believe that you would make us able to say that. Whatever it is, Lord, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Whatever. I'm yours. Help us to be that way. And if there is anyone who hears this, who doesn't know you, doesn't know anything but about you, help them to know you. Draw them to you. And if we can be of any help in introducing them to you, let us do that. We know your love. It is so deep. And in this horrible, messed up world that you gave us, and we messed up, 
we know you will, in fact, bring out of it a people prepared for the perfection that you are creating for us. A new heavens and a new earth where everything's new, nothing bad happens. What a tremendous thing that will be. We can see that end, but barely. And some days we can barely see it. Help us, Lord, to live our lives like we're actually going there. And help those who don't yet know they're going there to find you, to seek you, because you promised if they will seek, they will find. Your son said those words himself. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.